0: 2 3 Woo! Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host Scott Needham. Today I am joined by Rachel Hutchins and I've got a story for you. This is going to be a very interesting episode cuz something just happened to our business 2 weeks ago and that that Rachel impacted it without her specifically knowing but um so happy to have her on the podcast Rachel. Welcome.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: So first, let me just tell everyone what happened. So (laughs) uh, I first got a text from an employee, like they saw a video that went, uh, that they just saw it on TikTok themselves. And they're like, hey, our product is like on TikTok. And then like that night, I went and like, you know, logged into our Amazon and it's really not normal for us to see a big spike in sales that like, that we notice. The thing is, is um, our business does, you know, a few uh, million dollars a month. And so things just usually hit a curve. And so when something like actually spikes on a Friday night, uh, that gets my attention. And, you know, we uh, had a uh, you know, that weekend was uh, essentially like a Christmas weekend. And I was telling our team like, you know, we had to be ready on Monday to send out a lot of orders. And, uh, cause we're really trying to like not stock out, not sell out. Well, well, Rachel's um, TikTok video really just hit the right uh, right tone. You know, like TikTok uh, showed 10 million people in the course of just a few days, uh, the, the video and um, the sales just came in. Cause uh, I mean, we, we can piece apart the different components of this, but you know, the video did a great job of just showing the product in a, in a, in a compelling way and really led people to want to buy it. Um, but so I just wanna like ask Rachel more questions and so glad that she's joining us. But so Rachel, what got you started uh to posting these videos on tiktok specifically amazon products and tell us your first successful videos where you're like hey this actually is a thing this might work out
1: right so um, i'm from texas born and raised here and my entire family is full of entrepreneurs so um constantly trying new products and trying to you know put things out there um, from a business standpoint and so my family actually started an iced tea franchise down here in the South and I do marketing for them. Um, So I've really gotten the firsthand knowledge of understanding what a good product is and why they stand out um, against others in the market. Um, And so basically when the pandemic hit, um, we downloaded TikTok, me and my husband, um, (laughs) naturally because it was addictive and there were so many funny videos on there. Um, And then... About, I think it was probably two weeks in, I saw a video of a guy that posted a product of, um, it's sold at Walmart, it's a kid's toy, and um, you open it and it's a surprise. You don't know what's gonna be inside. And it was like a little action figure or something silly. But I remember thinking it got millions of likes and views. It was insane. And I remember thinking there is no way that I couldn't do that same thing because um, I like to shop. I love Amazon and I have so many products. I probably had six or seven products that I knew no one really had known about. Um, and that's kind of where I coined the statement, things you didn't know you needed off Amazon. Right. Because um I just wanted to focus on products, you know, that could cater to more than just the 13 year old kids that were on TikTok at the time. Um, uh-huh. Obviously that audience has grown a lot since then. But um yeah, Amazon I just I shop on Amazon all the time. Right,
0: right. So um I, I totally agree with you. Like TikTok in a lot of ways like I, I would describe it like democratize the process of um Uh, allowing creators just to push stuff out there. I actually have two videos myself that have over a half a million views. One was just like this, like my friend uh, beat his dad in tennis and I just told that story and it got a million views and I I actually had a few big Instagram accounts, you know, want to repost that that content and TikTok just made that so easy. I did that on a Sunday afternoon, took me 20 minutes. And... Um, uh, the same goes for um, promoting a product. It isn't so much about um, you know having a ton of followers from day one, but actually creating something that people just want to watch. That's it, and it, and TikTok it, in any other way like rewards that. And so, um, I mean, that's a that's you're totally right. Like I think a lot of people kind of like TikTok really did well with the pandemic. And so uh, your story definitely sounds familiar. So what kind of criteria do you consider before you say yes to a product?
1: Um, so probably the first thing that I would like, if I went down a list, the first thing I look at is the price because I still want to be relatable to everyone on TikTok. So majority of people aren't going to want to spend, you know, over seventy five dollars on a one-off product, not really knowing if it's going to work. Um, that's the joy of TikTok, though, is that I get to show the before and after that it actually works, and they trust me more um, with that. But I try to keep most of the products under, you know, seventy five ish dollars just to stay relatable. Um, and then I like to just make sure that the product fixes a problem in your everyday life that you knew you had or you didn't know you had. So um, Shark Tank, I like to use Shark Tank as a good oh, reference. Yeah. because All of those products are things that you would never even consider an issue or something that you run into every day until they fix it with one of those products. And so I just try to um, make sure that it's something everyone hasn't heard of before and it you know helps them in some way because that's, that's what's gonna make it go viral is people watching the video all the way through.
0: Absolutely. I had like a million ideas <laughs> when you said that, but um, are people presenting you these products or are you finding them yourself?
1: I would say about 5% of my videos I've been sent the product and the others mm-hmm. I'm finding myself, which I'm sure there's a better way of finding it, but it's just me typing in random words on Amazon well, and scrolling the page, you know,
0: 100%. how did you find the bondic product?
1: Um, I actually found it. I think it was a Buzzfeed article. I, you know, looked up, you know, Amazon products that are really cool, and I remember seeing Bondic on there on a few different articles, two or three different times, and I had it in my cart, and I was like, I don't know if we I should do this. This kind of seems like a gimmick. <laughs> There's no way this works. And uh-huh. then when I brought it home and we tried it, my husband fixed everything in our
0: house. Yeah. Um, so you know what? It sounds like uh, the criteria you're you're getting at is a little bit what does really well with lightning deals. So like Amazon has these like this like lightning deals page, and I've put products there that have not done very well. And I've had Amazon employees tell me it's like, uh, what does really well with lightning deals is essentially impulse buys, like things that people didn't know they like wanted or needed because they're browsing. They're, they're, they're not like, they're not shopping for a need. They're actually browsing. Mm -hmm. And, and so what what a good impulse buy is, is kind of a gift, you know, where you're like, Oh, I could just give this to someone else. and, uh, help them out. And so that, I mean, bonding is actually a great gift because it feels like uh, uh, if someone's never seen it before and they use it for the first time, you know, it feels like, oh, this is like really unique. It, it's, yeah. it's definitely a, a, a good gift. And so it sounds like you come up with a, a, a similar criteria.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So, um, you actually have a lot of successful videos. Um, you've got some on Instagram, sorry, Instagram and TikTok. you know, uh, and, and so a lot of people are kind of thinking um, of maybe doing it themselves or hiring someone else. Uh, a lot of Amazon sellers, which is the primary listener of this show. So what should they be considering if that's the route that they want to go?
1: Um, first thing I would say is just to push out as much content as possible um, on all platforms, depending on, you know, wherever you want your follower base to be. Um, the joy of TikTok and Instagram Reels is that you don't have to have followers. You can have zero followers and still go viral. And that's kind of how I started. I only had my husband and my parents following me on TikTok thinking that they just thought it was a cool video until it went viral. But I would say really know the algorithm and then don't just bank on one person to um make sales for you really spread the wealth don't just put all your eggs in one basket you know try to create your own videos see Uh how it works see what works and then just kind of get a feel for it so you know um who to reach out to you don't have to really i mean obviously i want really cool companies to reach out to me to promote their products but if there's you know smaller tiktokers or instagram influencers that have a smaller following they can go just as viral as long as they you know tell the story correctly about the product so Um, I would just say, make sure that you're spreading the wealth across a bunch of platforms and a bunch of different influencers.
0: Uh, Absolutely. It's kind of like, uh, you know, most people that listen to me, like, know that I just, uh, this isn't my main job. (laughs) I'm an Amazon seller, but I know that by just getting my hands dirty and, and, you know, throwing stuff out there that actually good stuff comes back at me. Right. Um, Uh, a lot of connections, like the fact is like, now I get to talk to you, because I put out content on the regular, and I get better at it. So I I really like what you say, you know, just start putting out stuff, and then you'll start to really uh, learn. Um, You may not know the answer to this, but what do you think is the difference between like Instagram Reels and TikTok? I I actually didn't realize until like three days ago that the Instagram Reel for for the product also got 5 million views of its own. So Mm -hmm. it actually did, it did well on both platforms. Uh, What's the, what's the difference? I've never actually heard anyone (laughs) talk about it.
1: So with Instagram, I mean, TikTok in general is really the first social media platform that has given so much freedom to the users. You can actually go viral and Instagram really, I mean, they had an explore page, but no one really spent their time there like they do on TikTok. And so I think they added Instagram Reels in September. Um, and once I figured it out, it's, it's just like TikTok. The algorithm's very, very identical, except for the fact that I think TikTok um, can grow a little bit faster while Instagram's a little bit more gradual of a growth. But um, you're not really going to have a flop on Instagram because people still do um, view videos of the people that they're following. So right. on TikTok, it, I might have 1.4 million followers, but 10% of my followers might actually view the video because the majority of people spend their time on the the newsfeed and the For You page yeah. discovering people. But on Instagram, they look at the content that fo- the people they're following are putting and out 24-7. About, so it's reaching yeah. double.
0: That's why I've hesitated a little bit to use Instagram Reels because I'm like, my followers see this. This has to like, I can't like... Uh, I have to don't be, mess on, it up. <laughs> I have to be on message, you know, I, uh, whereas like TikTok, like I could experiment over there. Cause I know like that, that my followers, there, like, uh, they don't like know me for something. Uh, right. whereas uh, Instagram, like I built up, you know, I really talk more about like just very, very Uh, amazon centric stuff like uh the podcast actually you know we'll post summaries of the episodes there so have you ever had a dud video and then recreated it and it did better
1: i've never recreated a video and reposted it because i don't want it to come off in genuine like i'm just trying to drive sales i'm really just trying to show them the product but i've had videos in the past that i've gone back to you and realized kind of what I could have done better about it. So okay. what I've realized about most of my videos is the ones that do the best have the before and after they show the process, they show it working, they uh-huh. grab the attention. And you know, the way the algorithm works is it'll show the video to more people, the longer they're engaged with your post. So if they watch the video all the way through, they're going to show the video to more people. Um, and so showing that before and after showing it, showing it work really has has been beneficial for me in the past. But for instance, I think I, I posted about the sweat block um, antiperspirant wipes. And I told my husband the next day, I was like, dang, I wish it would have gotten more views. We should have had you run five miles and then come back and be sweating everywhere except for under your arms or wherever you apply <laughs> the product. Like yeah. just showing it actually works so people believe it because that's why they're going to click on the link in my bio to oh, actually that,
0: purchase the product. I mean, I, I'd watch that. That sounds yeah. entertaining. <laughs> um, I mean, it sounds like, you know, so uh, you're, when you're considering a product, you're really trying to like judge the merits of that product and the story that it can uh, tell. There are some Amazon sellers uh, that are just never going to want to like do things themselves. They really just want to like find others and pay them to do what they do best. Right. And so... Um, if they're engaging in, in uh, you know, approaching, say, you or someone else, um, what is the upside for the influencer? Is it an upfront fee or is it an affiliate commission or is it a combination of both?
1: I would say, honestly... From my perspective, I would say neither, um, because I'm still creating content and trying to grow my brand. So, um, if I've, if someone comes to me with a product that I know is going to do good, that I know I can sell really well and make a great video out of it, it's not really about how much they can bring to the table. Yes, I have you know a pricing sheet and um, we can work off that, but I don't want to cut myself off at the knees for right. you know, the followers I'm offering them. Um, but yeah, I don't really think it's. I mean. If the video goes viral, I'm going to be bringing in affiliate money anyways, and right. so that's—I mean, it's just an extra paycheck that comes in, which is awesome. But I also have a full-time job, so that's not really my <laughs> motivation. But um, I would definitely say, of the two, I would say it's probably the affiliate, of okay. the paid affiliate.
0: And and I know a lot of people can buy into that. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's it's kind of like you start to create a partnership where it's like a win-win scenario. Because the truth is. Um, the way that the affiliate fee works for like, so she grabbed our Bondec product. It actually doesn't take any fees from our side of the equation. That, that's part of the affiliate program and it doesn't affect sellers at all. And so like for us, it was a hundred percent, just like a total gain for us.
1: See, I didn't know that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And, that. and,
0: and, and so like only reasons to like benefit from an affiliate mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you, if you've got that hook and you've got your uh, you know, your Amazon affiliate store, Like we would want to help promote that because um, we don't see anything on the back end, Uh, no no extra fees, which, um, yeah. And so that's back up to the, to what I was kind of asking. It sounds like um, if someone approaches you, you know, you're kind of taking this holistically. You're like, okay, they got this product. Yeah, it's great. Um, But it is some sort of partnership where like mm-hmm. you do want to be working together and maybe even brainstorming ideas or uh, uh, what's, I, I'm sure this would catch your attention because it catches my attention is if they have another audience that like, you know, you could like, it, it can feel like a joint venture.
1: For
0: sure. uh, where like, say for example, if Bondic um, w- were to, you know, do this again, maybe we have like 60,000 emails of Bondic customers. We send out then like, hey, we got this cool new TikTok and just like to show it then.
1: Oh yeah, that's-, that's what,
0: what, what what that would do is, and um, digital marketers have your hats on because if I send out 60,000 emails, let's say only 5% of the people actually click on the TikTok video. Well, TikTok knows when they're getting outside traffic.
1: Yes. And
0: you're getting views. And that uh, juices the algorithm, especially when they need it most. And uh, so, you know, if you're approaching a, um, you know, someone to do some content for you, an influencer or whatever, you should also be ready um, with what you can bring to the table as well to make it so that they achieve their goals is always going to work best. If, if parties are aligned in motivation and in, uh, Helping it achieve success. Um, unfortunately, I don't think we have sixty thousand emails of Bondic customers. We're working on that. So, um, but uh, it's 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 obviously very important for uh, people to always you know make your marketing assets like work together to help uh, achieve success. So where do you see your TikTok channel going? And do you foresee any changes with how it may be getting used?
1: Um, I think in the near future, TikTok's going to really, you know, hone in on finding a way for creators to monetize their content because it wasn't really about making money in the beginning. Like I had no idea I could even make money through the affiliate links until a month and a half into making videos. So I think we're going to monetize it a little bit more, but also um, I think the fan base has grown from, you know, 13 year old boys and girls in middle school to families and people a huge range of ages. Now it's not yeah, just no. teenagers.
0: I mean, I, I probably have spent thirty minutes on TikTok in the last twenty-four hours. It is uh, very easy to enjoy, and mm-hmm. um, specifically because uh, it's branched out to uh, many different subjects. I mean, this is like an Amazon product, you know, where like where it's definitely like a, a more uh, you know uh, shopping inclusive audience would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um. So obviously, like we see it doing really well, and uh, but do you see any changes on how you like? Do you have any ideas of, like how you kind of want to like evolve or? Uh... Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I want to branch out. I've kind of tried a few times, you know, but like going to Target and going to Walmart and going to like certain brands and gearing towards their specific website. Um, it's just so easy to stick to Amazon because everyone trusts Amazon. It's a huge yeah. platform that everyone uses. Every majority of people have two-day free shipping and you know that if you order something from Amazon, it's going to be perfectly placed in front of your doorstep every yeah. day.
0: It, it, you're, you're totally right. I mean, that is the, the trust that Amazon has built. And don't even like discredit the fact that like people just have their credit cards already in it. That little thing... That yeah. little thing, it's like, I could see another website that has the same price on Amazon. And I'm like, well, Amazon, I don't have to go through this registration thing and like give an email. I know I can
1: return it easily. It's just so convenient for everyone. Yeah.
0: Like it, it just has a higher conversion percentage. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that percentage <laughs> certainly matters. This has given me tons of ideas and uh, hopefully, you know, I have a chance to, you know, really think differently about some of the products that we have. Uh, Mm Um, the truth is is with Bondic, we have only had that brand, um, for like four months. (laughs) We, 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 we were there, uh, Q4 Hail Mary, and we've done a good job, but it's obviously, you know, with a top selling product, you have all the good problems to have. You have like staying in stock, uh, and, you know, working, uh, over time to, to keep up with the flow and demand. And so that, I mean, that's the way I say it. like, yeah, these are problems, but like they're the good problems to have.
1: Especially and, at this time in this year, you know, so many people have lost their jobs. It's the most rewarding thing ever to get a email or a letter in the mail saying, thank you. You kept people's jobs. You know, you kept people in business. It's just, it's so rewarding on my end yeah. because I understand from an entrepreneur family that how hard it is to put your life savings on the line, hoping and believing in a product and hoping that someone will give you a chance. And that's kind of the basis of why I wanna do doing this is just promote the product that no one's recognizing.
0: Yeah, believe me, I live that every every day where like, you know, um, I've been looking into hiring a few people for some different roles and like, these roles won't be like profitable now. I'm like, well, if this doesn't work out, like that's on me and, uh, so that that risk, that entrepreneur risk, like it's kind of an everyday choice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always get easier, but like I, to me, like uh, business and, and building it, it's just kind of a game. It's just a lot of fun mm-hmm. and, and, you know, throwing stuff out there, seeing what works and pivoting. And um, I mean, I wish you all the success and, um, and so uh, those that are listening Uh, How they they may want to contact you or even just follow you. Where Mm -hmm. are you and how can people uh, learn more about what it is that you're doing.
1: Right. So both my TikTok and Instagram um, handles are at Rachel underscore Metters. My last name just changed. I just got married. Um, uh-huh. And then the email that you can contact me at is Rachel P Hutchins at okay. um, gmail.com. That's, that's where you can probably get a quick response from me because the DMS get pretty crazy when you have a bondic video that goes <laughs> 11 and a half million views
0: in a, two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's a good point. Like emails are much easier to organize communication mm-hmm. and then uh, well, um, this has been awesome, and uh, thank you for joining. And um, I hope to, you know, spread this story uh, several times over. And so, thank you for even making it happen. It was, uh, it was, it was crazy to see. I mean, you saw my response uh, TikTok. We're like, hey, here we are. Oh, and- I was over. I was in tears.
1: I was just <laughs> so happy. We. I was sending it to my family. I was like, look at this. This is crazy. That's awesome.
0: It's a small world, you yeah. know. The, where the way things are going well um all right uh, that's what that's all i've got and um so those that are listening uh share this episode with anyone that you think might uh be interested and as always subscribe to the podcast and uh take care and catch you guys next one bye
1: one two three